Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. From real estate to real life and everything in between, The Brad Wiseman Show. And now, your host, Brad Wiseman. All right, here we are back in the studio again. Oh, this is going to be a really cool show. This is going to be different than any show we have ever done before. In fact, you probably will realize that because look what I have in my hands here. I have something, well, they're teeth. They're not mine. They're actually Hugo's teeth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hugo, these are your teeth, right? That's right. Yeah, That's I'm right. sorry, Be Hugo, but I, with I had to use something as a sample. But no, <laughs> we have Tammy Balachek here, Dr. Balachek. She's here right now to talk about, it's the Center for TMJ, TMJ and Sleep Disorders. You actually, well, I've known you for a long time, yes, but you actually helped out my wife at one point. She had TMJ and we came to you or she came to you and you made it all better. So it just has made me interested in this from, from that point on. So how are you doing? Awesome. You're awesome? Yes. You're doing well? Thank you for having me. And she brought toys. That's right. That's <laughs> this right. is the first guest that they could have brought toys. <laughs> so, so what am I looking at here? You are looking at a plastic model of teeth. Okay. And there is a clear aligner on top of that. That's the invis- so like, an inv- like an Invisalign, Invisalign like right, that. So this is what, what we have here. We have this thing here. And what we're looking at is a set of teeth with the Invisalign on there. And this is something they're using now to straighten teeth, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. You wear a series of aligners and it'll straighten the teeth. Amazing. Amazing. Well, let's go back to TMJ because that's the one that seriously blew my mind because of the amount of, well, how many people have it? There's a lot of people that have it, right? The studies say maybe one in four people have a TMJ problem. How many that, so that's one in four. How many that don't know they have this? Because when when I was looking at the, at the, what you could suffer from with the TMJ, it is incredible. I mean, some of the stuff that stuck out to me, neck and throat pain, I get that tired, tight jaws, pain behind the eyes. Yes. I mean, that blew my mind. Yes. What What is TMJ? She'll tell you. All right. <laughs> Good question. Good question. Uh, TMJ is the name of the jaw joint. So I'm going to okay. hold this skull up here. Okay. And from the side view, this hole would be our ear canal. Right. And then right in front of our ear is our jaw joint. And that's the joint that connects the lo- lower jaw to the Kind of like a hip joint almost, right? Just like a hip or a okay. knee. It's a ball and a socket joint. So okay. you have the ball part on the yep. lower jaw and then the socket is the ear bone. So in your list of symptoms, that's where patients can have ear pain yeah. or, or clogged ear feeling. And then there's a piece of cartilage in between. So there's supposed to be like a disc or a meniscus in there. Yeah. And that's a protective mechanism. Now, what do you find is is the norm? Is it that the cartilage isn't there? Is it that it's just misaligned from birth? Is it like, what are the causes of this? It can be any stages in between. So okay. the cartilage could be in place and someone could be clenching really hard and okay. get muscle inflammation mm. leading to headaches. It could be the cartilage is slipping out of place and mm. that causes popping and clicking sounds in the jaw and then it gets inflamed. So it hurts. Right. Or the cartilage can get all the way out of place and then you get bone rubbing on bone and that's arthritis. That's, that's arthritis and that's bad. That's that's bad. like a bad hip or a bad knee or whatever exactly. because there's nothing there to protect the bone, bone on bone. Now, yeah. is there surgery that they do for these things too? 
There is surgery, but it's not typically recommended. Right. And that's because the jaw joint's unique um, because we have the teeth and the mouth as the end point. Mm. So if you did surgery, but didn't correct the bite or how the teeth fit together, gotcha. it may not help the alignment of the jaw. Amazing. But something interesting about the jaw that the hips and knees can't do is it can generate new tissue. So there's a different type of cartilage that covers the jaw joint yeah, and it can actually make new bone and a disc in there with proper positioning. Really? So yes, really. Our knees can't do that. No. Our hips can't do that. Interesting. See, look at that, Hugo. You didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. That is pretty interesting. So it can actually regrow. It can. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. Okay. So what do you find people are coming into you with? Like what, what is the, the main symptom people come in and go, I just, I, this is just driving me nuts or I can't handle this. Or is it, what is it? Headaches? Is it, what is it? It's usually the point where their jaw gets locked and they oh. can't open and it actually gets locked. So, yes. Locked meaning they can't open it normally. So they have to limit how they eat their food. Um, it's very painful because it's mm. stuck and yeah. they can't chew right. So that's usually the point where patients come in. Can you unstick that when they come in? Uh, we can, yes. We <laughs> they have. punch him in the jaw is what they do, Hugo. She just hauls off and nails it's him right in the like jaw. Not like popping his shoulder. Not like popping his shoulder? No, it's not? Okay, no. you don't just give him chewing gum or something? No. no? Oh, man. We use a cold laser or an ultrasound on the joint to relax everything. Okay. And then we show them an exercise to do. Wow. And then if that doesn't work, we prescribe appliances. Right. So the appliances, uh, just showing on the skull here, can move the mouth open a little bit, which then moves the jaw to give room for that cartilage. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I think that's what Jess had. If I'm not mistaken, I know she had a lot of headaches, a lot of pain, like, like severe pain in the jaw. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just remember that, you know, and I have to say, I'll be honest, but at first I was not a believer. I was like, you're telling me that this thing that you're putting in your jaw at nighttime or in your teeth at nighttime, is, is that it right this there? This piece of plastic. That's it. That it's piece of plastic uh-huh. is what's going to make you get rid of these bad headaches and the pain in your jaw. And there was a lot of things going on in her ears. She had pain in her ears. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And the only reason I trusted is because I knew Tammy for years. I sold her house or sold her house actually years ago. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I trust her. She, she knows what she's sure. doing. And it, and it worked. It really worked. It it relieved her pain and discomfort and grinding and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And to this day, you know, what's amazing is she's now doesn't have to wear the appliance uh, and and it's still, it's still great. So that's the appliance right there. This is a sample appliance. Yes. This is an upper and a lower that connect to the teeth and then it keeps the lower jaw in place. So it prevents it from falling out of position at night. Amazing. Amazing. There's other appliances. There's single arch ones, which just go on the top teeth. Okay. These are commonly used for grinding at night. A lot of people grind, don't they? And then they do. Why do we grind? Well, that's a great um, introduction to sleep disorders. Yeah. Okay. At night, when we fall asleep, if the lower jaw and the tongue drop out of position, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to hold up this view here, oh, there's a so nice you view. can see the um, airway is getting closed off. So you're showing, the is that the back of the tongue? So what she's showing tongue. on here is the back of the tongue or the back, it's, it's cutting off the airway. 
Right. So the only body part that can move to fix that or give us more airway is this lower jaw, which connects at the jaw joint. Why does it look like that guy has a really fat tongue? Is that the way our tongues (laughs) look when we're sleeping? Because it goes back in there? It's a large muscle and it fills the entire mouth. So then when we relax, it loses its Yeah, It looks like he has like something in his mouth. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. So clenching and grinding could be a response to, to the airway closing. And then patients are basically doing CPR on themselves all night by oh, moving geez. the tongue and jaw forward for more breathing. And that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, because that's where you can really run into some problems, right? Right, right. That can cause heart issues. Yep. It can cause stroke. There's a lot of... Let's um, go, let's go back to the TMJ and then we're going to go back into the sleep apnea too. Cause there, what, cause there's some stuff about the sleep apnea and snoring thing, which I never knew. What happens if you leave these things untreated? Like the TMJ, what, what, what does it get to a point? Like, do you see people coming in that are really severe? We do. Um, the main thing that drives patients to us is the pain. The pain. So you can have an arthritic jaw that doesn't have a cartilage, but if it's not inflamed, it okay. may not yeah. hurt. Right, so right. Um, so the, the breakdown is that once the cartilage is out of place, yeah. then the bones can rub on the bone and cause the arthritis. Gotcha. But it's the inflammation in there that drives that really... patients to come in. So we, we see... 12-year-olds with arthritis. We really? see 80-year-olds with arthritis. And Interesting. It's, it's all based on how much inflammation they have. Amazing. Now, what about chewing gum? Because I chew gum a lot. Uh-oh, did you see that face she made? <laughs> she made a face that was like, mm. We actually recommend if you can chew gum and you can use your jaw, go for it. Oh, really? patients who have arthritis and they don't use their jaw, it forms scar tissue and adhesions in there. And then it gets worse. I so love chewing gum. Thank God you, she didn't diss yeah, the gum chewing. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. And it's sugar free because you were yeah. a dentist. You are a dentist also, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah so you, yeah. it doesn't hurt anything. No, no, okay. Good. I was worried about asking that question because I like to chew a lot of gum and I was like, oh man, if she tells me that's going to hurt my jaw, it's going to really be bad. Nope. You're good to uh, go. Good, good, good. Yeah. Now what about chewing on Things that are really hard. Is there anything that we shouldn't be chewing on to stay away from this kind of stuff or that can make our situation worse? Well, from a dental standpoint, chewing on ice is not a good thing because ice will cause the teeth to get so cold. And then if there's any like fracture lines or raised lines, they could break. So so ice is not good in general. Okay. Um, Any habits that move the jaw, like a pencil or even fingernail biting, you're you're moving the jaw position. So then that can cause the cartilage to move around. So from that standpoint, it's more about the structural way that your jaw moves of what you're chewing on. Now, when you when you wear those, is there a point where, like I've heard of people saying they have like an underbite or an over? Is there a way to they can fix those things too? Obviously, sure, you can have orthodontics. Yeah. Now, do you do that? We do. That's what I yes, thought. We okay. Do. Yeah. Because a lot of patients who go through the TMJ treatment, they have crooked teeth to begin with and mm. their jaws are out of alignment. And then when the jaw's in alignment, they want better chewing function. So then Got they get it. their teeth fixed yeah. through orthodontics. Wow. Amazing. All right. So let's jump back into the snoring and sleep apnea because this was interesting for me. I read it on your website that I always thought that basically snoring and sleep apnea were the same thing. And it's not They're exactly not the same thing. thing. Correct. It's it's actually different. So you could actually be a snorer without stopping breathing many True. times in an hour. True. Right? 
And you could have sleep apnea and not and snore. snore. You could be a See, silent See, that apnea. really blows my mind even mm-hmm. more. You can be yeah. a silent sleep apnea? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I always thought I was a person that was like, like really going at it, you know, that was the person that was like having a hard time. That's amazing. Well, that's the stereotype. And that's why women are often underdiagnosed because they're not loud snorers. Yeah. And they might clench or grind their teeth to clear their airway, uh, but they might actually have sleep apnea. Yeah. So going back to sleep apnea and how bad it can be, it, it, you can actually, you can die from it. You can die from it. Yes. If you stop breathing long enough and it shuts down the systems in your body, you can, yeah. you can die from it. It's amazing. And also heart, high blood pressure, right? High blood pressure, stroke, memory loss, feeling like you're in a fog, moodiness, anxiety. Crazy. All those things are symptoms. Yeah. It's amazing. So now go back to, so what you do for sleep apnea is you're using an appliance like you had said, to we pull are. that jaw, to pull mm-hmm. the jaw forward or to pull mm-hmm. the tongue up and jaw forward mm-hmm. instead of other things like the CPAP machine, which right. looks like you're Darth Vader basically. Right. Or now it looks like you're a fighter pilot. Did you see like, you know, in uh, Top Gun, they wear those things when they, that they breathe. That's what the sleep apnea things look, look like, the CPAP. Oh, you have a CPAP. Exactly. Well, oh, I have this. a picture of one. So this is the, um, the CPAP mask right. and it attaches to the nose or the nose and mouth. Yep. And then there's a bedside unit that makes air pressure. Right. So because the the airway is collapsing and the tongue's closing off the airway, this air pressure is blown through the throat and it keeps some pressure there, like blowing up a balloon. And then that keeps the airway open. It's amazing. It has to be a little uncomfortable, I would think, or something. I don't know. A lot of patients don't tolerate them well. Yeah, Yeah. I would think. Tend to lay on your back because if you turn on the side, the seal will break. And yeah, then and then it doesn't work. Ineffective. Yeah. So then what's the other thing you got here? Well, this is showing how the oral appliance works. Mm-hmm. So the oral appliance is a mechanical way to open the airway. So it hooks onto the teeth and then it pulls the tongue and jaw forward and opens up the airway. Now, is that uncomfortable? How does that feel? So, Inside your mouth. Does um, it feel like it's you're choking it or no? No. Nope, just pulls no, the tongue. It opens it, you don't even feel it on the tongue. It's okay. just the action of the jaw and tongue moving forward that it creates more creates space, space in there. Wow. Have you yeah. ever used one? And I do. I wear one of these. I have mild sleep apnea. Okay. So okay. I had some teeth pulled when I had my braces, which made my mouth smaller. So my tongue doesn't have enough room in there. Oh my gosh. So at That's night crazy. it falls back. So I actually wear one of these appliances every Amazing. night. And it keeps my airway open and and you feel it. You feel the difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't sleep without it. Yeah. And how much easier, like what, what you can't see, like if you're listening to this, you know, the sleep apnea machine is not something you're traveling with very easily. Right. Right. Okay. Whereas what I'm sh- what you're showing me here is basically just like wearing Invisalign on the top and bottom basically. Yeah. What you it looks just like. put it in your carry on bag and yeah. in a case and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Let's go back to snoring. Does snoring, does what that appliance help with snoring then too? Yes, this appliance works with snoring. So snoring is the first stage of an airway issue. Ah. And it's because there's a narrowing of the airway. So mm-hmm. it could be in the nose if there's a deviated septum. I have one of those. It could be the back of the throat. So the uvula piece that mm-hmm. hangs down can get inflamed and it could be the tongue. So when the airway is narrow, the air has to go faster and it rushes and it vibrates and causes the snoring sound. Well, as the tissues get more and more relaxed or the airway is more compromised, 
then it leads into sleep apnea because the body's not responding to open it up anymore. So the patient might just stay asleep and then they stop breathing for 10 seconds, could be 20 seconds. It's a long time that, that we stop breathing. And then the brain has to send out adrenaline which says red alert and wakes so, us up. Oh, wow. And then Interesting. we either toss and turn or clench or grind or kick our jerk, jerk So our that's why we do that is because your body sent out the sign of, hey, you're not breathing, you idiot. You better wake up. Exactly. And so that's like, yeah, it's the fight or flight thing. It's right. a, you got you got to do something. Exactly. And wow. that's why patients are so exhausted the next day because their body's been running this Amazing. race all night. And then, okay, so alcohol. Not saying that I drink any. I'm just saying that sometimes I do. But it does make your snoring worse. It does. It relaxes the tissues. So it makes it worse. Gotcha. I thought so. Uh, Alcohol, smoking. Any of that stuff. All the the bad stuff. Medications. Sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. All the bad stuff. Amazing. All right. So the other thing I saw on here that, that it said on your website, physical medicine how do you say this word? Modalities. Modalities is what yeah. I was going to say. Uh-huh. What is that? That's just a fancy word for um, like the cold laser or an ultrasound. And what do we use so, that for? So for patients who have jaw pain You're and inflammation, you do here. Yeah, okay. we do treatments. So okay. just like if you had a bad knee or a bad neck and you went to a chiropractor or someone and yeah. they did some therapy on it, it's gotcha. the same thing for the jaw. Amazing. And then you do orthodontics. And what's the craniofacial pain? Is that just basically all the pain that you get from? Yep. That's just the name for pain around the face that's associated with the jaw. What's the best thing to take if you're having that kind of pain before you get the appliance and just to have it bearable? Yeah. Usually just try an anti-inflammatory. Like an Advil or something like that. Right. Tylenol doesn't do much because it's Mm -hmm. just for pain relief. Yep. But Advil or Motrin or Aleve are better. It has anti-inflammatories. Yeah. And um, Amazing. Yeah. And then just trying even like an over the counter mouth guard sometimes can be enough to break the cycle. Yeah. Um, but the ones that we make are all custom yeah, made. Absolutely. So what do we do if we have this issue? What do we do? Or we have, we feel like we're doing something. Can we come into you and you can kind of do a, a check on everything to see what's going on? Sure. Yeah. Our first appointment is a comprehensive exam. So I'll spend a good amount of time examining the patient, mm-hmm. looking at their bite, their muscles, how wide they can open. Yeah. And then we give um, ideas right there on cool. a treatment plan. And, and we even have temporary devices that a lot of patients leave with oh, that wow. day. That's cool. We can do a laser treatment or other things. We can get their jaw unlocked at that appointment. So wow. we have a lot of time to try and work with them that day. Yeah. And then what happens then? Then, I, then they say, okay, I need, I, this needs, I need something for this. Then you do like yeah, a mold or their Yes. Yeah, so we are all digital now. We do not do impressions anymore. I don't what? know if you've ever had a goopy impression. Yeah, they're horrible. They're horrible, right? Yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> no goopy impressions no, anymore? Now we use camera pictures. So it's called a scanner and it just goes along um, and scans the teeth into 3D. Uh, and then we 3D print the models. So this is this is an example of oh a my gosh, 3D printed mold. Kid. So that's so, somebody's teeth? Yep. That's somebody's teeth. That was Hugo printed instead of made. Ooh, they have, they need some things done here. I don't know. We won't say whose teeth they are. A little crowding. A little in the front. Very crowded. Uh I mean, I'm not a dentist, but I've noticed that. Yeah. Interesting. So you make that there. How does this camera get in your mouth? Or is it on the outside? No, it's in, it's on the inside. It has a wand and then you put it inside the cheek and you just go along the side and it takes hundreds of pictures and stitches them all together. 
That's incredible. No more guppy. Yeah. No more guppy. Yeah. That is amazing. See, yeah. now that that's that's amazing. Yeah. Now, is there more? Is there more technology coming out with this whole thing? I mean, you're you're kind of doing everything. Well, um, 3D printing and okay. is the next. So, so a lot of these appliances can be made in a 3D printer, and then they fit. We don't have to make the mold. Then we can just 3D print the appliance. Just for, right because you don't so, need the mold at that point. Right. Yeah. Wow. So that's new. Wow. And there are. Um, Milled appliances, which is a different process where you take a chunk of plastic and then a computer cuts it out. Amazing. Um, and they fit very nicely. That's amazing. It's incredible where things have gone. Well, I, I've got to tell you, I want to say thank you for coming out today. Sure. Thank you. For um, and now me. say again how we get in touch with you. What's the best way? Website? Is it phone number? Um, is there website, like, how do I get We do have a number, 1-888-TMJ-SLEEP. Okay. That's, that's easy to remember. That's very easy to remember. And then the website is tmjsleepcenter.com. Yes. Yes. You guys do great work. I, I know it because my wife was in pain and she's no longer in pain, oh, which is great. Well, so thank you, what a success story. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming thank out you. today sure. and bringing all your fun you. toys. It was fun. Thank it's you. great. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. There we have it. That was incredible. Center for TMJ and sleep disorders. It's Dr. Tammy Balachek. She does an amazing job. She brought all kinds of things here. If you're having any kind of problems with your jaw or sleeping or snoring or whatever's going on, I would definitely look them up because they, they know what they're doing there. All right. That's about it. See us every Thursday at 7 p.m. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere you want to find us. All right, bye. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.